God's word is a fire in my bones and I cannot keep it in. We are not building an institution or a program. We are building the kingdom of God. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Oh, good evening, friends. Jason Dezerk with you for Do Not Keep Silent. We're going to be dealing with Advent tonight. Katie Erickson's in with me again. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you, Jason? Awesome. So glad you're here with us. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Yep, don't be a pushover again. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. Going to be having some reflections on Advent for this whole hour. Today, we're going to take some time and look at the word hope a bit, right? Yes, we are. Absolutely. And you know, there's going to be four total, right? Four. Correct. But what are we looking at? We're going to be looking at hope and then peace. And then joy and then love. So we're going to take time, friends, for this whole hour, next hour as well. Dig into it. Hope, peace, joy, and love. And again, Katie Erickson's in with me. Somebody on who's Katie. Well, Katie's been with us for many, many years. And she's one of our blogger, author, speaker for the ministry. Again, you can find out more about the ministry at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. And Katie, hope. Let's take it away. All right. So first, just talk a little bit about Advent here, because that is the season we are currently in, in the church year. And basically, Advent is the season where we celebrate the anticipation of the birth of Jesus on Christmas. And so each Sunday of the Advent season it has a theme that's traditionally associated with it. So the first of these themes for the season of Advent is hope. So that is what we are going to look at first tonight. So what exactly is hope? Well, it can be interpreted in a couple main ways. So one definition for hope is a desire that that something we would like to happen or an expectation that we would like to be fulfilled. And second definition for hope is knowledge that something will happen for certain. So do you see the difference there? The first one is a desire of something you would like to happen or maybe an expectation of, I would like this to to happen, this to be fulfilled. And then the second definition is the certain knowledge that something will happen. So sometimes hope is just wishing something would happen. Other times it's knowing that something will happen and then waiting for it expectantly, though we may or may not know exactly when it will happen. So the difference between these two definitions is the degree of certainty that we have in them. We often hope for things in this life without certainty. You know, like, I hope my job goes smoothly this week. I don't know for certain that it will happen, but I hope so. Perhaps I hope there will be a chocolate cake magically waiting for me in my kitchen. That's unlikely, but... I can hope, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's great, that's great. So there's things that we may want to happen, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily certain, you know? I hope it's, you know, going to be 80 degrees in Ohio tomorrow, but that's pretty not certain because, you know, it's December. Mm, Right, right. (laughs) That's just not likely. I can hope for that, but it's not a very certain hope. So the other side of that is the certain hope, like the hope that is given to us in the scriptures. And that is what we focus on during this Advent season. It's that hope of certainty. When we put our hope in God's promises, we know he will fulfill them. 
that is a certainty in our lives. He may not fulfill his promises in the way we would like him to, but they will always be fulfilled according to his perfect plan and purpose and to give him the glory. You know, I want to pause right here because, uh, you know, we're going to go into that word joy. And the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is obviously coming to my mind. So we owe hope for things to happen, but in and through it, we don't know what exactly is going to happen, but we keep rejoicing anyway. Is that kind of what you're talking about here? I'm not talking about yeah. joyful, but I'm just saying right. that's so the, the kind the of hope. hope you're talking and it's, about. And it's that hope of we know this will happen. You know, we know that Jesus will come to earth again one day. You know, we know that he came as a baby a few thousand years ago and lived his life and all of that. But we have the certain hope that because of our faith in him, that Jesus will return one day, and one day we will all be with him in heaven. We can hope for that, knowing that it's going to come true. Okay, okay. So Makes sense. Yeah, it's about that level of certainty that we have. You know, we can hope for things that may or may not happen, but then anything that God tells us to put our hope in, we know will happen. So as we think about hope, let's take a look at a few passages from the scriptures that talk about this idea. So Psalm 119, verse 114 says, You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Of course, referring to God as our mm. refuge and shield there. And that's we should all be able to say that. If I have put my hope in your word. And Isaiah. Oh, well, I, I just want to say, you know, you're my refuge and my shield. So we're saying, okay, my foundation's built on you, basically. Mm-hmm. And and my hope's going to be in your word that it will come to pass. Is that that's exactly. what the scripture's saying? Yeah, right? yeah. And that we can put our hope in the word of God, mm. you know, and what it says. That's where our hope should be coming from, because that is a certain hope. Anything that God's word tells us that has not yet been fulfilled That is certain hope, not the, oh, it might happen kind of hope. Right. Okay. So Isaiah 40, 30 and 31 says, Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So again, there those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Not that they might renew their strength, but when your hope is in the Lord, even when you grow tired and weary, you will have your strength renewed. You know, what keeps coming to my mind, you know, for both verses, but this one especially, when Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. Okay, So you're Mm going to have trouble. And we talk about this on this program all the time, that you're really only in control of one thing, and that's your attitude. That's kind of what this is talking about. Yeah. You got to keep a positive attitude, a good attitude. Now... Here's the struggle. So many people will go, well, yeah, but you got to live in reality. Yes, we need to live in reality, and we still need to have the hope, still need to have the joy, still need to have the good attitude through it. That doesn't mean it's all great. Right. We can still have the certain hope, even when things are really not going well in this world. Right. And, and again, okay, so we're talking about we are physical, mental, and spiritual beings. And so in the physical, if it's not going so well, well, <laughs> that doesn't mean now we're grumpy. Right. And and we might be grumpy about the situation, right. you know, because we are human beings and we have emotions to feel and all of that. But 
when things are not going well in the physical world, that is when we can and should rely on the spiritual hope that we have. That is certain. Mm. Because even if things in this world are not great, we know that one day things will get better. Mm. That may or may not happen in this world while we're still here. But when we have faith in Jesus and the hope that he brings, then we have the certainty of for eternity, everything will be great. (laughs) So even if things are not going well here, eventually we will get to that point where we will have, you know, that certain hope of eternity Mm. with Jesus. Well, and again, we live in a fallen world, friends. And so in this world, again, Jesus said we will have trouble. And so, again, living in this fallen world, there's going to be difficulties. You've heard us talk about this all the time on this program, too. We still need to strive and, oh, I guess, reach toward growing and maturing in the Lord. But that doesn't mean it's easy. Right. And it's it's not easy because if it was easy, everyone would do it. <laughs> right. That's talking about the tough, narrow path there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus talks about the narrow path and only a few will take it. And, you know, we got to go through the narrow gate. And again, people don't want to go through the narrow gate. I'm not picking on anyone here. I'm just saying it's hard to go through it because it's hard. And it's hard to hold on to that certain hope of eternity that we have. And, you know, because in this world, we think of hope as something like, oh, I want that to happen. You know, and it's a very different concept to have this certain hope, you know, that's that's hard for us to wrap our brains around and to really live that out to even when things are not going well, that we can cling to that certain hope of, you know, Jesus said that things are going to be difficult. That's okay. We still have hope for the future. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And again, that was in Isaiah, right? That yep. we were talking? Yep. And which leads in perfectly to the next verse I was going to bring up, which is Hebrews 10.23, which says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And that is exactly what it all boils down to, is we need to hold unswervingly to this hope that we have in Jesus Christ. And we can do that because the one who promises it to us, God Almighty, he is faithful. So I'm going to ask a question for those listening because a lot of people, unfortunately, maybe struggle with the English language a little bit. Unswervingly, what in the world does that mean? Without swerving? No, thank you so much. <laughs> you know I That's had to do so that. Great. Well, it says, let us hold so, unswervingly to the hope yes. that we profess. So, yeah. so basically, unswervingly... like not not changing, um, not becoming weaker, being steady, being constant. Like think of someone who has like. So let us uh, be you know, steady. Let us be yeah. constant. Be consistent, you have. could even say. Ah, maybe it changes everything. Yes. So hold <laughs> consistently to the hope that we profess. You know, don't just let it go based on your circumstances. You know, hold to that without without changing it. Let's talk about that real briefly. So hold on to what you know is true, the promises of God, regardless of your circumstances. That's basically what you just said here. Right. Don't let your circumstances dictate your attitude. Because our circumstances do not dictate God's promises. It's the other way. Our circumstances do not dictate God's promises. It's the other way around. We can, we should have, you know, hold on to God's promises, which should then dictate our attitude, which can have an effect on our circumstances. Hence why we have hope. Exactly. And we can have constant, you know, hope, a certain hope 
because God's promises don't depend on us. Right. Because if they did, they wouldn't be coming true. Well, in circumstances, friends, let, let's just be real. Your circumstances are going to change pretty much guaranteed. No matter what, your circumstances are going to change. For instance, in and through life, okay, you're born, you're a toddler, you grow up, your circumstances will start to change because you're growing and you're changing and, well, you're living life. And so your friends are going to change. Your school might change. Your situation with your family might change. I don't know what that it looks like. Don't know. But in and through that, when it's starting to look difficult or it's hard and in your mind, you're just racing going, what am I going to do? What I'm hearing you say, what I'm hearing scripture is saying is that we need to be constant and consistent in our hope that we profess in the Lord, in his word and stay foundational. Yeah, because that foundation. because as Hebrews ten twenty three says, for he who promised is faithful. So it really comes down to us trusting God. Yes, is that what I'm hearing you That's say? That's really what it all comes down to. So having the hope that God truly is in control. Big word is sovereign. Is that He truly is in control? Yes, and yeah. our hope in Him is certain because of that. And because of who God is, because he is faithful and he is in control and he is the God of the universe. Again, regardless of our circumstances, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about a real big one right now. If you or a family member end up getting cancer, who or what is your hope in? Is it in that, you know, that doctor's going to save you? And now don't get me wrong. Doctors do good things. I'm not saying they can't work on things, but and you're talking to somebody or you're hearing somebody that um, has had a pretty huge physical thing happen to them, uh, had a life-threatening stroke years ago, and I'm just going to be honest, should probably be in a wheelchair today or at the feet of Jesus right now. And the doctors did what they could to help my body so that it would heal. Now, they basically, in essence, I'm not going to go into gory details, but they kind of broke things in order so that my body would go, oh, we got to fix this way. And that's because of God made me right. Yeah, that's how God created the body. And yes. God gave those doctors the knowledge to know what to do, you know, that they, the fact that they would need to break things before that your body could fix right. it and all of that. And, and it's not that we don't like doctors or something. We're not saying that. I mean, doctors do a great job. Ultimately, though, who's doing the healing? It's God. It is God. And it's God, and some of you might go, well, no, your body just doesn't. Well, why does your body do that? Well, yeah, cause be, because God could be like, nope, nope, it's not your time to be healed. And then your body wouldn't function, potentially, as sure. expected, and then God could take you home. He could totally do that if right. that was his will. Or and God can say, you know, hey, look, you're healed. <laughs> so that comes down to who or what is your hope in? This is Do Not Keep Silent. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. Again, my name is Jason DeZurek, your host for the program. Do appreciate you being with us here. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. When we come back, we'll dig into this a little bit more. Got some more scripture to share with you. And again, we're talking about hope tonight. 
reflecting on Advent. Again, this is Do Not Keep Silent. This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast, your daily spiritual energy drink, with your host, Jason DeZurich. During this Fastcast, I'm going to encourage you to do a self-examination on your life. Who or what is your hope in? Friends, when you or a family member gets sick, who or what do you put your hope in? And what do you consider needs in your life? Take some time and write these down even today. And if you feel like you've been cheated in this life and you want justice for that situation, who or what do you put your hope and faith and trust in? Find our blog post titled, What is Your Hope In? To dig more into this idea and to learn more about yourself and your relationship with Jesus Christ today. Find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. This is the Worldview Warriors Fastcast, your daily spiritual energy drink, with your host, Jason DeZurich. Today, I'd like to encourage you to do a self-examination of your own life and answer some of these questions that I ask you today. Friends, if your child gets pregnant out of wedlock, who or what do you put your hope in. Could it be that you are putting your hope in something other than God Almighty? And if a family member ends up getting cancer or COVID, who or what do you ultimately put your hope in? And if someone you love loses their job, who or what do you put your faith, hope, and trust in? Dig more in this idea at our blog post titled, What is Your Hope In? Find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. Yeah, go find us online at worldviewwarriors.org. That's worldviewwarriors.org. Again, my guest tonight's Katie Erickson. We're taking a look at Advent tonight, tonight for at least for this half hour, looking at the word hope. And we're going to be digging into hope, peace, joy, and love. Yes. So take a look at all those. And we've been talking about, again, what is your hope in, if you can't tell when this fast cast. Which were perfectly planned, Jason. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Again, this is Do Not Keep Silent, and we'll just keep talking about hope as we continue on. All right. So the next scripture verse we're going to look at is Romans fifteen thirteen, which says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, which again shows us that all of this hope that we have, this certain hope, it all comes from God. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So it is only through our relationship with God that we can have this certain hope in our lives because it's only from him that we have this. Next verse we're looking at is Ephesians 1.18. says, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. Of course, that's the Apostle Paul writing there. And just talking about that, you know, our hearts may be enlightened, that we can know this hope, you know, not this hope of things that may happen, but this hope of certainty, this hope that we have that is in Jesus Christ because of what he has done for us. You know, before we move on again, can you just, uh, for, for those who maybe are just joining us, um, talk about the two different kinds of mm-hmm. hope again. 
Yeah. So the the first definition of hope is something that that we would like to happen or an expectation that we would like to be fulfilled. So something that may or may not be likely to happen, but we want it to. And then the second definition is the knowledge that something will happen for certain. So the difference there is the the level of certainty. You know, just wishing something would happen, wanting something to happen, but it may or may not, is different than the certain hope that we have in Jesus Christ. So those are the two definitions there of hope. And, 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 and I mean, we're really looking at the second one. We are. We're looking at that certain hope. Okay. Because, I mean, really, in all honesty, in our daily lives, we're mostly in the whole like, oh, well, I hope this happens. I hope that happens. It's things we want to happen or not happen, depending on the case. But that is completely different from when we see hope in Scripture, because there it's talking about the certain hope that we have in Jesus, because we know God will fulfill his promises no matter what. And again, trusting in Almighty God that he will do what he said he'll do. And Again, I just want to encourage you, listeners, that's where all of us need to end up. We really need to put in our faith and trust and hope in him. Uh, Proverbs comes to mind. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. So are you putting your hope in in God or or something else? Just something to consider. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, one more scripture passage we're going to look at here about hope is Psalm 135 through 7. It says, I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. Again, just emphasizing there of we need to put our hope in God and in his word, because, again, that is certain. Anything else in this world is going to let us down, but the word of God is certain, and in it we should put our hope. So there's many more passages in Scripture that point to the certain hope that we have in God. But do you see the difference, like we've been talking about in these passages, between a hope that of things that might happen and a hope that is certain? Having a hope that is in uncertain things will cause a sense of uncertainty and anxiety in our lives. Instead, we should hope in the Lord, for he is faithful. He has shown us time and time again through his word and through his working in our lives that he is worthy of our hope and he will fulfill his promises. So I'll share a story with you quick here to illustrate this from my own life. So in 2010, I graduated from seminary with a Master of Divinity degree. And since not long after I graduated, I desired to pursue another degree, whether it be another master's degree or a doctorate. And honestly, I just love school. I love learning about God and his (laughs) words. So, you know, (laughs) and honestly, I hoped that it happened. But year after year, it didn't happen for a variety of reasons. And in 2017, I had this moment of hope that I was told a doctorate could be possible for me. But then that hope was shut down by some other circumstances in life. In the early summer of 2020, that hope was reignited in my life, and I began to see how God had been working in my life over the past 10 years to align everything that needed to happen to make my hope a reality. Throughout that summer, God kept revealing more and more how he had been working to make this happen, but it was his timing rather than my own desired timing. For years, my hope was uncertain. 
I kept hoping that the God of certainty was just waiting on his plan to work out. And I did finally begin classes toward a doctor of ministry degree in September of 2020. And now I have the, the, the pretty certain hope that God will continue working in my life to sustain me through this journey that he so clearly prepared for me. So what are you hoping for in your life? Is it a hope of uncertainty or is it a hope of certainty? Put your hope in the God of certainty because he will keep his promises to you. God promised to send his son to earth to be born of a woman, to live a sinless life, to die an atoning death, to take on the punishment that we deserve, and then to be raised up again to reign in his glory. We know with certainty that all of that happened around 2,000 years ago. Mm. And every promise that God has made since then has been fulfilled in Jesus. All the promises of the Old Testament were fulfilled in the coming of Jesus, except for those that were were still waiting on fulfillment. Mm. But we can truly put our hope in him because God is faithful. He has proven himself to be faithful through his word and through our all of our lives for so many years. So I encourage you to put your hope in him this Advent season. Oh, absolutely. I encourage you to do the same thing. Put your hope in Christ. Put your hope in Almighty God. And with that, I have a question. What is your hope truly in? What is your hope for your life in? If it's anything other than Almighty God, anything other than Jesus... Well, your life is probably pretty wanting. You're probably really looking. Well, not probably. You're looking in the wrong place, and maybe things just don't seem very hopeful. Friends, we're going to continue on with this discussion regarding reflecting on Advent. Again, this is Do Not Keep Silent. My name is Jason Zurich, your host. For the program, you can find us online at do not keep silent.com. That's do not keep silent.com. We'll dig into not not just hope, we already did that. We'll dig into peace, joy, and even love as we continue on. This is Do Not Keep Silent. Find us online at do not keep silent.com and don't be a pushover. Be made new in Jesus Christ. I won't play your games. Just let me be. Find us online at do not keep silent.com. Push, push, push. 